I'm Ian Abernethy of the ianabernethy.com podcast and you're listening to Karate Cafe. Welcome to Karate Cafe, your source for martial arts conversations since 2005. Karate Cafe is sponsored by Piranha Gear. Visit piranagear.com for all your martial arts equipment needs. And now, here's your hosts, Paul Wilson and Dan Williams. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another belated episode of Karate Cafe. I am your host, Paul Wilson, and off my center line, as always, is my good friend, Dan Williams. Dan, how are you? I am doing great, Paul. How are you? All right. I just, I'm, 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 I'm tired. I've, I've, I've had a busy, like, month. Yeah, month you have. The, uh... Uh, the the episode, or I guess the the topic for this episode is seminars a go go. Uh, I was <laughs> um, I was lucky enough to attend a, a seminar by my close personal friend Ian Abernathy, and uh, yes. and then I also had my seminar last weekend. Um, so I, I am I'm full to the brim with with seminars. You're all seminared up. I'm all seminar, but I'm always down for another one. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah, we meant to do a debrief on the Ian Abernathy seminar. Uh, uh, our sponsor at Piranha Gear, Bill, uh, was, was kind enough to uh, send me on my way again with um, T-shirts in tow to yep. uh, the guys in Keller, uh, uh, American Defensive Arts, uh, and brought him in again, brought Ian in again. So um, uh, I got to go That's to that. That's so awesome. Yeah, and it was kind of nice because this is the kata that will be my next kata when when I when I reach the the, the coveted rank of of godan sometime when I'm ninety. Uh, that'll be my next kata. So it was a good framework to kind of you know. Um, there, there's so give us give us a breakdown. What I mean, what did he what did he teach at the seminar? What was it all about? Well, it was all about that one kata kusanku. So. Um, it was, I see. it was pretty much all, he did a little bit on the end, a, a little thing about grappling and whatnot, but, uh, mostly it was just, he was just stepping through the kata. Uh, and it was good because, you know, I've, I've wrestled with the kata a little bit, so I have a small frame of reference, but this is essentially me just learning, you know, applications from the kata before I really learn the kata, which I'm normally the other way around. So it was kind right. of good. I mean, it, it, it was good because you're kind of, you're a little bit freed. From um, that's kind of that's kind of wild, like a whole seminar on just one kata. Is that is that more typical in karate? Uh, probably uh, it, it should okay. be. You know, uh, and, and and we'll get into this maybe a little bit more with when we talk about mine. But uh, mm-hmm. so so the last seminar was like some groupings of stuff. There was a little bit of stuff from Hanchi. There's a little bit of stuff from Pinons. There's a, so and this one was just all about that one. So, and I guess probably because the majority of the people were going maybe had that one on board, you know, they, they, it was one that they were Well, going. that's the thing is it, it kind of limits your audience, right? <laughs> well, you know, you'd think so, but like uh, for, for my seminar, uh, yeah. it, it was an open seminar. So we had people from uh, lots of different uh, systems that did not necessarily have that kata. I, in the past, I, I you know, I kind of focused on the Hanshi or, or the Pinons that, that – Kinda, I see. A kind of cross platform. And I kind of did on this one too, but I did one kata on this one, uh, in my, in my seminar that was one that not a lot of other styles really have called Seisan. Uh, well, not mm-hmm. actually not a lot of, uh, a lot of Okinawan systems have it, but maybe, um, it, as it radiates out to like Japan and Korea and whatnot, it, it may have gotten, uh, dropped. It's, it's not a, uh, you know, a, 
you know, sort of a canon kata for, for every system. But um, Kusanku is practiced in a lot of different systems. So I think maybe that's why they were practicing on it. But uh, you can really, I mean, you can spend a whole day, you know, well, in this case, you know, two and a half days, really. Um, yeah. On that one kata, because there's there's so many permutations of, of you know different variations and you know different you know, distancing and yeah you know, just it, so uh, but, but yeah I guess well well so you don't you don't need to necessarily know the kata then to enjoy and be informed from the seminar. Oh no no absolutely not. So that that's one of the I things see. was that that he did was a lot of the entries were just basically like hands up and like someone was grabbing someone was punching and he would say like you know just. If someone just put their hand out there and then you operate on it, you know, or, you know, right. okay, you know, it's, it's a punch, but operate it from, they, you know, they grabbed you or something. And then, right. You know, so you get the gross mechanics down. Right. And then he would have like a flow drill. And so he'd say like, you know, some versions do this, some versions do that. I'm going to do this version because that's what I'm more familiar with. And then that's what we would run with. And he'd say, you mm-hmm. know, if you have different applications, you know, go ahead and do them, but you know, try this first. So, uh, but it was good. It was a, it was a smaller, smaller group than, than last year, uh, and a smaller space. So that made it a little more, um, I guess for me, it was a little more interesting because it was a little more intimate, you know, you're, you're closer to people. Yeah. Um, I met some, some really cool people, met some random people from last year that I, that I met, uh, here in Very Austin. Cool. And, um, I met some people that had just moved to, um, to Dallas and was interested in, in, in getting together and train. So it was oh, a really cool. good, and, and because there was uh, a fewer number of people in a smaller space, what actually ended up happening is we started having like uh, more interaction between groups. It wasn't like, you know, you worked with somebody all day. Mm-hmm. You would work with somebody and then there'd be like you an rotate odd, around. Yeah, there'd be like an odd number. So you get like three people going and, and you know, <laughs> they'd just be like, you know, rotating through. So I worked out with some, some people like a lot of different body styles. You know, a very short yeah. woman and a very tall guy, and you know, <laughs> and so that's always uh, nice. You know, sometimes um, in the past I've been to seminars with like a buddy or something like that, and then he and I kind of partner up, and then y- you you partner with the person you came with, and then you don't you don't I don't know. It's just a habit of not mixing it up with other partners and other body styles and things like that, and then you go back home and you're with the same person that you went to the seminar with and mm-hmm. it's really nice to be able to get that variety. And I think too, with a smaller seminar, the instructor can kind of tailor it a little bit differently too, to see people are going slower or faster or whatever the case might be. So it's just, I think it's nicer when it's a little more intimate. Yeah, absolutely. And then, so for um, my seminar, um, mm-hmm. it was twice as large <laughs> as, as twice as many people signed up as have ever signed up for any of the other ones. And wow. so, and it was also twice as long. It was like an all day thing instead of just like four or five hours. So, yeah, uh, I, we had two rooms in the studio. So there had some people in the back room, some people in the front room. And yeah, it was like, you know, going from room to room. And, you know, I had people helping me out, but it was, it was tough herding all those cats. You know? Wait, so how, how many rooms did, wait, you had multiple rooms? Yeah, I had, well, we've got like a big main room and then we've got a almost yep. as big back room and we had almost, 30 people. We, I think actually, I think we, by, by the end of the day, we had some people come in late and whatnot. We had probably over 30 people. And so, wow, dude. Yeah. And I mean, I've never taught 30 people like cumulatively in yeah. the time that I've been teaching. So, and I had 30 people, which I mean, arguably I wasn't really teaching. I was more leading, but, uh, right. But it, still you have to pay attention to 30 people. That's what they're, that's what yeah. they're paying you for. You know? And so, you know, I, so I, I kind of marvel a little bit with, with Ian. It was like, you know, how he keeps all that going. He's very tight. His, 
You know, he's got his, his yeah. thing down. He's got his sets down. He's got what he's talking about down. It's very hard to trip him up on things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're actually. I mean, talk about being well practiced, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he just drills yeah. it. And of course, he does it a, a lot. You know, I do it, you know, once right. a year or whatever. So he, he you know, there was a, a move where it was a takedown, but the, the, the takedown is you kind of like drop kind of in a squat kind of thing. And, and, and anyone who knows Kusanku knows what I'm talking about. And, um, <laughs> And so, you know, he said some versions of it, it's the drop and the squat is really you're grabbing somebody and kind of doing a tackle and taking them down. And so from behind. And so I was like, okay, well, he did it. And my partner that I was working with did it. And when he did it, I fell, I fell down naturally in the squat from the kata, like, because I'd, I'd been kind of working on it a little bit. Okay. So it was just enough of a reflex that I dropped down in that squat. And then I was like, oh my gosh, the counter for the technique is the technique itself. <laughs> and so, and so I ran over there and I got him. I was like, did you know? And he's like, no, show me. And so ah, cool. we did it and he, and he goes, oh, I may have to add that, you know, kind of thing. Ah. I was like, hey, you know, it was just pure happenstance or whatever, but I was kind of like, you know, mic drop. I'm done. I, right. Know. I, I, I do, 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 do the George where yeah. you, uh, you leave on a high note. I as I said, I, I, I altered, uh, Ian's thinking on that, but, um, uh, <laughs> the, the, he really, one of the good things that he also did on this seminar was he really talked about, because normally he talks about how, uh, you know, katas are kind of systems and groupings of techniques and, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. a, a fighting system in and of itself. And so this one truly is, it's the, 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 the history of this, this form Kusanku was, you know, uh, someone trained with a, a guy from China and he used this to synthesize all those techniques that he learned to move them on. Interesting. So this, this is truly like, it's not just kind of the legend. It's, and he actually, he said, okay, you know, there's this documentation that this guy was in Okinawa at this time. And, you know, uh, so one of the things that I really appreciate about his seminars is, is how thoroughly researched it is and, or, you know, right. and, and how he really speaks with a lot of of uh, uh, confidence, you know, gravitas of, you know, I've looked this up and there's never been a time where he hasn't been able to attribute it to something. Well, I yeah. mean, uh, you know, I think that uh, as we've talked about, there's there's a lot more to the martial arts than just technique one, two, and three. Um, knowing and being aware of the history of it and the psychology of it and, you know, all that stuff that goes along with it is is part of the hobby of martial arts you know and we've talked about hobbyists versus lifestyle versus this that or the other thing but i i don't know i find the the history of those things i guess just as interesting as well more interesting than the history of other stuff um but it's it's interesting it's it's neat to find out that stuff and go oh that you know just me not having you know really any knowledge of of karate uh it's fascinating to know that one of the kata came from uh potentially like a a chinese kung fu art or something like that i mean i don't know that kata is it is it a little more flowy than most karate styles usually are is it does it have some elements of kung fu it kind of depends on on who you're talking to i mean well uh, right a a lot of the arts from okinawa uh, Mm -hmm. uh owe a lot to china I mean, they, they, there was traveling between China, a lot of the, you know, the, mm-hmm. like royal bodyguards and stuff, and just people in general traveled from Okinawa to China. There was a... Well, uh, and you, you got to think back then, a, a martial arts master, just like today, 
would seek out other masters and seek out knowledge in in their in their art, you know. Right. I mean, and they would, you know, people would travel between and they would work out together and they'd be like, "Okay, well cool, I'm going to take this and move it on." So, so my yeah. joke actually my, one of my running jokes at at the seminar, my seminar was uh well, my 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 tagline was "Come for the violence and stay for the jokes." And so one of my <laughs> jokes, one of my jokes was uh like, like you know, I would talk about whatever cuz we had a guy um who does Jeet Kune Do, so he was doing a hubud section. So, uh, cause okay. I was, uh, get a grip. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, get a grip on your kata was the, was the sort of theme of, of my seminar. And it was all about okay. gripping and, and, and controlling your opponent and stuff like that. And we in our system, uh, or actually I guess locally here in our system uh, in Texas, we do a lot of hubud because a lot of our senior instructors are, are into that. So, but I got a guy who knows much more about it. To kind of drive us down because I see a lot of that, and in the Kusanku stuff that Ian was doing, there was a lot of that passing and, and gripping and whatnot. So I, I kind of wanted to keep keep that going. So yeah, uh, uh, you know, we we did part of that, and and so when we we'd say things like you know, okay, so the Filipinos stole this concept from us called hubad, <laughs> and, and so everything it was like everything everybody stole everything from from Okinawa, and after a while, like the, right. the, the, the Korean guy, the guys that were in Taekwondo and whatnot, were like, okay, you know. You start and, to get the joke. Yeah, and I was like, but I yeah. would just, I would, you know, kind of point that out. But because the 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 thrust of when I do the seminars is letting everybody knows, you know, these are the concepts that we all have. We just apply them differently. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when we do stuff, then we're like, okay, well, you know, why do you do that? You know, like, well, because you know, we do it this way because you know, we yeah. We position ourselves this way. You do it this way to set somebody up for a kick. You know, this people, these guys set it up this way to, you know, restomp the groin. It doesn't matter, you know, but that concept is still there. You know, there's still a circle. There's right. still a push-pull. There's still all that, you know, kind of thing. And for guys who are from systems that use the kata from Okinawa, but they mm-hmm. use it in a system that is not from Okinawa – you know, some of the context of that kata were lost because the kata was not meant to be in a system that stays really far away and, and kicks. <laughs> so, uh, right. It, so, it's a different, it's the same concept, but a different application. Right, right. So, yeah. you know, so one of the things that I lead in with is a stepping drill of just using, just getting close, you know, just getting close yeah. to somebody, you know, and then we did that and then we did hubud. So we did the feet, then we did the hands, then we tied them together. And then the afternoon, then we did the hubud. So, um, like when, when Ian's doing his seminar, he's less concerned about doing those sort of basic drills, kind of stuff like that, because I think he's just presuming that if you're at his seminar, you're probably already there, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, and, um, it seems like, uh, uh, a lot of Ian's seminars are, are deep instead of broad. You know, and, and I don't know if that's true. What his, the last one that you were at, was that a deep dive on something very specific or? No, that, that, this was more broad than, than deep, or the previous one was more broad than deep, if, if you want to say. I it. see. This one was much, it was all about this kata. And I mean, we didn't right. go, you know, he said like, you could do it from this side or you can do it from this way. You know, he said some versions are this way. And that, that, but it says, you know, for the purposes of today, we're doing this application because, I'm leading it, and that's why. <laughs> so, right, and and, <laughs> and so I, I and so, I kind of so. right, and so I did the same thing at mine. I was like, okay, you know. So we were doing in one seminar or one 
technique on Pinan Sandan. And I said, you know, some people put their hands up here. Some people put their hands down there. We put our hands this way. And this is the way I'm going to do it because this is the way I'm most familiar with. But know that there's, you know, we can explore that. There's other ways to do yeah, it. Yeah. And we can explore that individually. And that then hammered home the fact that it was like somebody liked doing it this way and somebody liked doing it that way. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the people in, in my system liked doing it this way. But there are applications for each one, and we can talk about that. You know, so, yeah. um, and, and, and that's the way it, it should be, you know, or, that, or that's the way we should be as martial artists, as, as, you know, there's not the wrong... I think so. There's not the wrong way of bunkai, there's just that, that way of bunkai. Now, don't get me wrong, right. there, there are people who... So what we did was we talked about, um, at, at Ian's seminar, we got... I used to have a number one, like, uh, silly bunkai. And, and it's not the application or even the concept. It's just the explanation of it. And, uh, my. I'm not, I'm not sure what you mean by a, a silly, a silly bunk guy. Well, let me explain it to you. So there's, uh, okay. uh, yeah, there ones that'll like for, for Nahanchi, right? For the, for the Nahanchi kata. People who know the Nahanchi okay. kata, you're kind of in a straddle stance and you're, and you do everything side to side. And like the, 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 the legend behind the stance is you're standing on a boat or you're, you're fighting with your back up against a wall. And co- so you're moving okay. side to side, you know. So, uh, you know, there was one, uh, uh and some of this stuff is uh, applied for reasons of like, ooh, you know, it's so badass, you know, or whatever. And so <laughs> one of them is this kata, uh, for us at Paisai Show or Paisai Dai at the end, there's this thing where you're kind of, you know, kind of waving your hands in front of you. And you're moving your foot in kind of a kind of a foot sweep, but it's it, the, what one of the things they used to say was, "Oh, it's because when you were fighting your death matches at night in the cemetery, you have to feel around with your feet for the foot, uh, you know, for the footing, so you don't stumble over any headstones or or rocks, <laughs> and your hands are searching okay. out your hands are searching out your opponent, right?" And I'm like, "I see, oh, okay." So my new number one was one about Kusanku. There was a, a move where you turn around and you, you kind of take both your hands and you slap your, you bring your knee up like you're kneeing somebody and you slap somebody or you slap okay. your hands on either side of the knees. Kind of like you basically like you're grabbing somebody by that head and you're doing a, a, a knee strike. Right. Right. And, right. and so Ian was explaining essentially that, I think. And then some guy was like, no, no. <laughs> he was joking, of course, but he said, no, okay. no. What my original instructor told me was that was after you do this one technique and you have killed them, then you turn around and you're wiping the blood off your hands <laughs> with your pant leg before you fight the rest of the guys. And I was like, that's my new number one. I love Stupid. it. You know, it's just like, okay, come on, really, guys? You know. Right. So uh, that was the good thing about, especially about the Ian Abernathy Seminar, is there are a lot of people, there were some, several guys there who were pretty high ranked, you know, the sixth and seventh degrees and, and whatnot. And they were just still there to learn, you know, and still there to do the stuff yeah. and be kind of jokey. No one really took themselves too seriously. And, and my seminar, no one takes themselves seriously because, I mean, God, <laughs> God knows I don't. But, but the, also the exciting thing about my seminar, you know, or, or one of the many, many exciting things about my seminar is I, is I got to meet another listener. Uh, That's Ryan, awesome. Yeah. Ryan from College Station. He's a Goju guy, uh, down in College Station and he, he registered for the, the seminar and I got the notification. But I was like, I don't know who that person is, because <laughs> I, I I had I think I had more new people than I had uh, returning people at this one, and wow. uh, yeah, it was nice. So I, I messaged him or I emailed him. I said, Do I know you? 
And he sent me an email back, said like, oh, well, I listened to the podcast and I heard you mention that you had had seminars and we're going to have another one. So I was just paying That's attention. That's so cool. And I was like, right on. So I got, so Ryan, thanks for coming, man. I appreciate it. Uh, a really nice guy. I think he had a good time. He seemed to smile an awful lot. So, um, you know. Well, did you have a good time? I had a really good time. Like I said, the, that's awesome. The, the uh, yeah, it was a big challenge for me. It was a, it was a, you know, yeah. a huge challenge. I know for that me. you were stressed about it before, before it happened. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I was stressed, but yes, I was stressed. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's a lot of people, and uh, it know, is. I, I took a piece of advice, so I had two guest lecturers. So I had one guy helping me out doing the stuff on Saison. I had another guy helping me out doing the stuff on um, the Hubud. Uh, mm-hmm. My sensei was there. He came. So I was, you know, it was Very the first cool. time I had to teach like a really big thing in front of him. So I was kind of yeah. stressed out by that. Yeah. So, um, uh, well, I'm glad it ended up being fun for you. Cause that's really, that's really what it should be. You know, I mean, obviously it's work to put something like to get that together, but once, once everybody's in the room, um, it's, it's nice to have everybody have fun. Right. And, and that's, you know, totally where I am, where I let in, I was like, you know, kind of, had, had a couple minutes of jokes to kind of lighten everybody up and let everybody know, uh, you know, we're here to have fun. Everything's cool. Right. You got to set the, you got to set the mood. Right. You know, and, and so that was the thing with, with Ian's seminar, you know, he was very like, you know, very open, like, is everyone okay with that? You know, are there any questions? You know, he, he's, he's very authoritative, but he's, he's not like, you know, uh, don't ever question me kind of right. thing. Yeah. No, no, he's totally, he's really open about, you know, talking to him like at lunch or just swinging up at a, at a, at a break or whatever. And, mm-hmm. uh, and he keeps it going. So that was kind of the thing that I was trying to do with this one also is just, is try and keep it going, especially with all these people. It's just, you know, keep yeah. moving, keep them learning stuff, you know. And then, but there was a, a definite, like in the afternoon on, on mine, like about, it went from 10 till, uh, you know, 5.30 ish. And about four, four thirty ish, my sensei walked to me and goes like, "Yeah, people are starting to kind of bog down a little bit." You know, <laughs> like because mm-hmm. at that point, you know, we had the mats out and people were doing throws and takedowns, and you know, it was it was starting to be a little rough. You know, like and, and yep. I, you, you could feel the energy ebbing. So there was like, okay, yes. maybe next time I won't. I'll do, you know, a shorter day. You know, and then you know, yeah, I've got all kinds of things going on. I'm going to send out my uh, feedback. Every year I do a, a feedback form, and so I'm hoping yeah. people will. Um, well, that'll be interesting because I know that um, when when you had talked to me about like how much content you had, I you know you and I had discussed um, doing like either a, a spring summer or at least a couple of days. I know you had the idea of splitting it up into two days, but one of the things I guess I had never thought about is that for people that travel to come to the seminar. Um, you know, if you're a couple hours away, it's kind of a bummer to either, you either have to stay with somebody or you have to go home and come back for a Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably some people would rather just, you know, power through one whole day and the local people would say, ah, gee, you know what, let's split this up into two days. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, one of the things I might do is I might just do two days and it's like, it's, 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 you know, both or either or, you know, kind of thing. Like if you want to come for one day, we'll cover some stuff on one day. If you want to come for yeah. the other day, maybe we'll cover some stuff from another day. If you come for two days, you get, you know, twice as much, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. I, I my Wing Chun instructor, I, I forgot he did that. He had a, uh, he did a weekend seminar where he did a daily price versus a whole weekend price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But and, and still, then, then, then you know, uh, for you, that's 
you know, I don't know. That would be fresh content for both days, though. So yeah, well, I mean, so that's a lot can, of work. Yeah, I mean, you can you can walk over and and uh, you know redo stuff or or whatever. That's true. You know, it's it's not that not that big a deal. I mean, it, doing a seminar is 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 for me it's pretty gratifying i think you know we had yeah. our, our buddy on um on the the facebook page brandon and he did his uh, i think his first yeah. seminar as well you know and so it was that whole thing it was like you know right on man i mean i think as an instructor there's a certain point of you know it, it's like you know martial arts is missing an important voice and it's mine and i need everyone to listen to it but i think there's a certain point where like okay i've i've taught a class and i've taught a class for a while you know now i want to bump it up one you know, and and, and, yeah. te- and teaching other martial artists, I think, is like the next level. You know, yeah. And and well, this- there are, there are certain milestones. You know, there's the you, you get your black belt milestone. There's the I've 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 taught my first class milestone. There's the I have my own school milestone. There's the I've taught my first seminar milestone. I mean, that's a big one. Yeah, you know, and so and uh, to wait, I had one of the guys that that came to it. He sent me mm-hmm. unbidden. He sent me like the next day or day after. He sent me a, a really nice message. And part of it, he said, you know, I discovered a part of karate I strangely enough never experienced before. And he's a black belt. And uh, he, wow. said, he said, I've always focused on learning new kata, but never realized there's still so much to learn from the ones that I already know, which is, ah. you know, again, you know, one of the things about depth is like, yeah, you know, you can dive into these things and just work yourself, you know, yeah. and, 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 and keep going. So, I, you know, it, well, if, see, that's got to be gratifying too. I mean, not that you just, you, you know, it wasn't just somebody learning a, a technique here or there, but somebody actually learning a new way to look at the art that they've practiced for a lot of their lives. You yeah, know, right? And it, it's not saying you know you, whatever you're learning is bogus or, or wrong or anything. it's just it's like it, oh there, no, there's just a, like as an instructor, there's stuff that you know that I either forget. You know, or, or that you kind of let drop yeah. by the wayside a little bit, and it's just good to go to a seminar to refresh yourself, or for your oh, students yeah. to go like, oh yeah, you know, there's a, because ultimately we're all responsible for our training, right? So, right. you know, when 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 a student comes to me and goes like, oh, are we prepping for whatever? I'm like, well, you should always be prepping me. You know, you do you can do your kata anytime you want. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> you don't need me to do that. You just need me to help you right. stay on the path. You know, um, yeah. but but it's it, it's good to you know having done his seminar. You know, and then do my seminar and go, okay, you know, how, how does he do it? You know, how, how smooth does he do it? And, and like listen to him say things like, oh, yeah, that's something that, you know, I'm running up on mine. So, as a matter of fact, a couple of times he said things that, that like I had written down as a note to like, okay, I need to say this. And he'll say the exact same thing. And I'm like, oh. Now, anyone, <laughs> if anyone goes to his seminar, like any of the local people go to his seminar and then go to mine, they're going to think I ripped it off. So, uh, You're right. You know, it's like no, it's just it. But you know, I mean, it's it's it. We're all treading trodden ground, right? There's nothing new, right? Yeah, I mean, just as there are commonalities in martial arts, there's going to be commonalities in seminars too. You know, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, 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 the, the language of explaining what we're doing is is fairly narrow, really, when you think about it. Yeah, but uh, it, it was a, it was a great. So I'm I'm kind of curious about the Hubud stuff that you guys did, um, <laughs> and and you said you you do that frequently in I guess I wouldn't say frequently in the Austin uh, area or whatever. Uh, <laughs> we we don't uh, we do just a version of it like in our system because yeah. like I say our, our our U.S. director he studies Jeet Kune Do and and, and Silat and whatnot and so he he okay. brought some of that stuff in there because he 
sees how it ties in with what we're doing. And, and yeah. I, and I see that too. So. Uh, I'm wondering, you know, I've, I've never, uh, I've never seen anything like this before, but within, I don't know, the general karate systems, I guess, if you will call it, um, are there flow drills? Cause there are a lot of flow drills in both, uh, Chinese and Indonesian arts, but I don't ever remember seeing like a flow drill in any kind of karate system. Sometimes. Um, I mean, we do, cause we do 2D, right? All the joint locks and, and wrist locks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And we have mm-hmm. a flow and I've talked to, uh, guys that do like Hapkido and whatnot. And I think they have yeah. some sort of, sort of flowy kind of thing. Um, yeah, I, I, I did Hapkido for a while and they have, um, you know, I, I lock this wrist and then you do the escape and then relock me and then I do the escape and lock you and right. that, that kind of flow. Right. So, uh, I, I mean, yeah, there's, there's a version. And so that was one of the things that I wanted to get with, with that was like, you know, this, I, I have found this works well with what we do in our system. I think yep. this works well with kata in general, you know. But you have to apply it in a certain way. So, I mean, it's it, it's kind of a just like, here's a framework and another tool t- to use. And, you know, like uh, Matt, uh, Matt Hamilton, the guy who, who who ran it, it was like, you know, he could go all day. And I was like, nope, I, I want to keep it on just grabbing and passing and trapping and, you know, all that. Because, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a deep hole. So, he, like everything. It's a very, especially for those people that are uninitiated, you know, they you could get down a... a a rabbit hole real quick yeah so i just wanted to keep it like very much on the framework of like we're just doing the grabbing thing you know so that was another challenge was basically you know kind of riding herd over my guest instructors making sure that they're staying on message for you know my vision that i have um and 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 letting around i mean because they're they're both they were both competent instructors and they you know both have their own schools they both have their own students so it's not like i don't and i've worked with them before so it's not like i don't know what they're doing but it's like you know i I kind of I, i had i had a goal and I want to stay on the goal, you know, so. Yeah, and it's not a matter of them being competent or not. It's a matter of making sure that the, you know, you guys are all driving in the same direction. Right, that's, exactly. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to get off message, so. Uh, yeah, but it, so well, it okay. yeah, that's great. That, that's, uh, you know, that's fantastic. I'm, I'm glad that it went well for you. And, you know, I think that, um, I don't know, I think you're getting to a point where you're definitely going to need, like, a, a spring summer at least, you yeah, know, because yeah, that's, that's, this, my, uh, that's, that's, that's kind of where I'm looking at is either that, or it's going to be two days or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the, the other cool thing was that I, that again was, you know, when I got to the Ian seminar, I was like, he went to me and said, like, Hey, good to see you again. You know, is I was like, yeah, he knows me, you know? So <laughs> I mean, we, we traded some emails back and forth, you know, over the time, you know, here and there. So, it, but it's just mm-hmm. kind of know that he recognizes, you know, it's, hey, how's it doing, you know, and all that stuff like that. Well, you you become part of a community, you know, right? You know, yeah, and yeah. and 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 and, and yeah. that's. And I think we've we've seen it with Karate Cafe, where uh, you know we know I, I've talked about Kent Nelson, and there's one of the students that listens to a couple of students now that of his that listen to to Karate Cafe that hi guys, you know, it was just coincidental, but yeah, hi guys. Um, but uh, it's it's all about just having a community of people that I don't know. It's it's kind of nice to walk into into a place and go, hey Jim, Joe, Steve, and Bob, how you guys doing? And see somebody that you haven't seen in a while. And 
Uh, and, and people will probably start to see your seminars that way too of going, oh, well, I want to go back to Paul's seminar because, you know, Bob was there last year and I want to see Bob again. That would be cool. So, yeah, you know, it's bring, bringing it back together. So, uh, yeah, yeah, so I had a really good seminar, <laughs> seminar run and uh, hopefully uh, I will have more in the future. That's great. Well, for those aspiring seminarists out there, um, what would be your advice? Uh, uh, <laughs> over plan and under deliver. Oh, uh, there you get, go. Get a photographer. I didn't have a photographer this year. So really? I yeah. I, I, I've, I've, last couple of years, I've gotten some people to shoot it, and it was great because I didn't have to think about it. You know, it was like they walked around. They so, took, like somebody that's dedicated to it. Yeah, then, right? just walked around and took pictures, and then. Uh, and this year I didn't, so I didn't get as much video as I wanted, and uh, it just and I had to walk around taking pictures and whatnot. So that added another thing. So don't be afraid to delegate. Use your students, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, it just just you know, run with it and just you know, start planning early, start thinking about everything early, and then you know, and and expect yep. the worst, and everything will work out okay. <laughs> But, well, that uh, sounds like awesome advice to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I think that's that's kind of all we want, really wanted to cover. I, I had a lot of great notes from the from the Abernathy seminar. Uh, if we want to talk about it more, we can always talk about it offline at, at the Cardi Cafe yeah. fa Facebook page. Uh, a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I wanted there lately. a lot of lot of good stuff on there lately. So yeah, I would encourage people to go out there and uh, check out the Facebook page because mm. um, there have been a lot of good discussions. I think. Oh, I can't remember who it was. Somebody was asking about uh, – it, it always feels nice to me when somebody asks something very legitimate. Somebody was asking about their round kicks and, and how to improve their round kicks and um, got a lot of very good, insightful responses to it, which, again, that – that makes me feel good about the Karate Cafe community and that, you know, somebody comes in and just asks for advice in general and doesn't get lambasted like yeah. you see in a lot of the other communities of, well, you shouldn't be doing round kicks anyway because those are dumb or, right, right. you know, just practice more, you fool, or, right. or whatever it is. You get actual good advice, which, I don't know, feels rare these days. <laughs> yep, yep, totally does. Well, hey, so, Dan, another great conversation. Yes, sir. In the books. Yes, uh, indeed. We're looking on getting some nice interviews along the way, and uh, and and that should be uh, great to get the, the, the momentum back up. Dan, it was always good yeah. talking to you. Great talking to you, Paul. And we will talk to you all again very soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Karate Cafe. You can join the conversation by emailing us at karatecafe at gmail.com. Call our comment line at 469-844-5791 or log into the forum at karatecafe.com. Remember, you can support the show by visiting our sponsor, piranagear.com, or shopping at Amazon through our link, karatecafe.com slash Amazon, or donate at karatecafe.com. I'm Steve Henderson, proud supporter and voice talent for Karate Cafe. If you or someone you know needs an effective voice for a film, television, radio, or new media web project, contact me at stevehendersonvoiceovers at gmail.com or call me at 404-314-8400. Once again, thanks for listening to Karate Cafe.